Well, welcome to CEO Talk Thursdays. And guys, man, I'm excited, excited, excited. Uh, we finally got the guest we've been waiting for. Um, and I'm telling you, you are in for a treat tonight. <laughs> in for an incredible treat tonight. Now, before we get into it, you know, I got to pay the bills. <laughs> uh, so becoming more part six, when the dream dies, the rebirth. Guys, if you haven't gotten your tickets, get your tickets now okay you'll see the link on all of the social media platforms that i'm attached to all you have to do is put my full name in and it comes right up right so make sure you get your ticket and make sure you bring somebody else as well because it's not only great for you to get a ticket but it's also great for you to come with someone you can discuss what you learned after the event is over now let me let me get actually have here on the podcast today now if you don't know this man, you're going to come to know this man in the next six to eight months. This is what I'm guaranteeing you. He's all over every social media platform. Okay. He's going from place to place to place. He is building from area to area. Now, when he came back to New York just a year ago, okay, I'm just going to give you a little bit of his story. I'm sure he'll, he'll touch into it on the po- podcast here, but I want you to get an understanding of of the, the, the leadership and the building of this man's character and who he is today. Just a year ago, he came back to New York pretty much with nothing. Remember the song that Drake had started from the bottom and now we're here? That song was pretty much about this man. I'm telling you, he, he started from the bottom, from nothing, and has built and still building an empire in just a little past a year. That's incredible to me. That shows the efforts of someone, but it always shows, shows the leadership and the depth of character of a person and the willpower and the strength of a lion when he's in the jungle, right? I know Diddy said one time, I watched a, a clip with with, with, with with Diddy, with Puffy, with, with Love, whatever you want to call him, right? He has many names. And he said, hey, if you throw me in the jungle, I'll come out with pieces of chinchilla all over my body. And that's exactly uh, what this gentleman and what this young man, uh, what he shows and what he's about. And uh, just a year ago, he started with a company, multi-million dollar company, Okay, and he built his way up to the number one sales guy in that company. And then guess what? Didn't stop there. Then he went out and created his own company. Okay, as a partner company to this company called Bridge the Gap Clothing. Okay, uh, Bridge the Gap Marketing. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Then he also has another company called Bridge the Gap Clothing. This guy's on fire. Okay, that, stop it. Now he's not only has he, he is he doing that. He's also speaking now. Okay, speaking now, incredible motivational speaker, incredible empowerment speaker. Okay, not only is he doing that, he's getting ready to have some other things coming out. Okay, stay tuned. This guy is doing great things, and he didn't stop there. Now, as the partner company is growing, he's leading the market with this partner company, but now he's also bringing in other people who he's going to teach and turn into CEOs. So, guys, that's the point of this podcast. It's called CEO Talk for a reason. And this CEO is birthing other CEOs, getting ready to be a franchise business just a little over a year. I think that's absolutely incredible. And who I'm talking about is none other than my man, Quincy J. Sims. How you doing, good brother? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Kerr, that's an amazing introduction, man. I hope I can live up to it, brother. <laughs> you did already, man. <laughs> you know, um... Bro, as I, as I was listening to you and um, as you were giving me this introduction, man, you were just pumping me up and pumping me up. And I'm already a fired up type of guy. 
but to listen to you, man, speak about um, myself is really humbling to me because, you know, I look up to you. I, um, I look forward to you doing great things. You know, when I attended your Becoming More seminar, it was the beginning of something in me that I hadn't yet touched on. And I remember that day. I remember the introduction that you gave me that day. And you didn't, you, you had, you know, you had very little idea that I was going to be at that seminar. And plus I had my soon-to-be wife at the seminar as well with me. And you spoke of me like I was already a champion speaking life into me. So I just want to take some time out, man, first and foremost, and say thank you for your platform, for what you do. And the gratitude, man, that uh, that you show me when I really look up to you, man. So, round of applause for you, bro. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. I receive it uh, uh, for those kind words, for sure. Man, oh, man. Guys, it, it's, it's not an accident that today we're going to talk about leadership. And I'm telling you, I have the best of the best on, on this podcast today. I'm honored to have him. And you're going you're gonna to understand why in a few minutes. And so, guys, leadership, especially in in a company, whether you are the CEO of the company or whether you're just a leader as a sales consultant or maybe you're even just an employee there. Either way, there's leadership that's being displayed through you. These are the nuggets that you want to pay attention to that we're going to discuss today. Okay, if you implement them, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that. Not only will your skill set of leadership increase, okay? Not only will your team, the love of your team that they have for you increase, the production from your team will increase, okay? You might end up going out there and getting your, your own company if you don't have one already. So I just want to start off with Q. What do you, what is what is the biggest example of leadership for yourself? Mm. Accountability, brother. Accountability is the biggest point of leadership for myself. Mm. I hold myself accountable to the point where other people can see that they can't even let me down because of how much I hold myself accountable. <clears throat> it's, um, you know, I never do a job without doing it first. I try to always lead that way. I'm the first to the position. I'm the first to the workplace. I'm the first, you know, to the field as you normally see me in the field with my guys. Um, and then I try to duplicate myself. You know, being accountable is, is, is first and foremost for myself, but I'm always looking to duplicate myself in others. You know, because one of the first things that I learned in sales or just in being a leader, it was about making sure that you could breed other leaders and that's where the skill and that's where the money came from. Mm. You know, leadership itself, I wish I could bottle it up and, and give it to everyone, but it's not always there. It's something that can be learned. It can be coached over the course of time, but, you know, I wish I could just snap my fingers and have it happen. You know, um, now some people are naturally drawn to it. They're going to get it. You know, it's like you put them in the gym, they're going to catch it. You know, some people need six <laughs> and seven months at it, right? But where I've really found the, 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 the real monetary value and the real passion and the, and the skill set is is to be able to duplicate um, leadership and uh, that's important so accountability is definitely 
number one, bro. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? For sure. Absolutely. Accountability is huge. But you, you touched on something that's so major that a lot of people I see miss sometimes, which is duplication, the right duplication. Um, but accountability, and I just want let me just touch on that for a second. Accountability is so necessary, uh, especially when it comes from a, a, a from from a leader to a student, right? Or from from someone who who is building someone else, or just one person to the next. You know, I have three mentors that keep me accountable in the different areas of my life. I have a spiritual mentor, I have a wealth building mentor, and um, I have, I guess you want to call it, you can call it like an emotional building mentor who helps me with my emotions and to control it, to cultivate. And they keep me accountable on the things and the goals that I want. They keep me accountable to the things that I say that I'm going to do. And as a leader for them, that's, that, that is such of a key for me because if they didn't even understand that or they didn't even push that to me, I would kind of question that that leadership of that person, right? Because account- accountability is huge. A leader always wants to, to accountability with another person because we want we want to see if you're. First of all, a lot of people are scared of accountability because once you have accountability, now 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 you have to go do it, or you're gonna look bad, or it's gonna it's gonna show it's gonna show your true work ethic or not. That's what accountability truly does on on the back end. Right. But, but I also I also love when you, you talked about duplication. Duplication is, you know, John C. Maxwell uh, said something so, so powerful. Um, he, he, he said a leader who has no followers is just taking a walk. Now, I don't really mean followers. It really just means students. And so and so a leader who's not duplicating himself. Are you truly a leader? What are you leading? You're leading just yourself, brother. You're leading just yourself, sister. A true leader, when you get to a certain level of leadership, you now must, it's almost like a sense of responsibility. You must now duplicate yourself. If you're at a great level in, in as a person, a uh, great level as a salesperson, great. Now go out and duplicate yourself in the marketplace. And, and, and if you have a company, you go do that. As you said, when one leader creates another leader, creates another leader, your, your sales, is, your, your team sales is going to go through the roof. If you have 10 of you out working, because 10 of you out working, is, that's 10 times 24 hours now. You, now you're not just dealing with 24 hours. You're dealing with 24 hours times 10. So whatever you got done, whatever commission or whatever sales revenue you was creating in a day, now you can just times that by 10. Now your company's going through the roof every day in 24 hours, right? And so, man, I just, I, I duplication is so key. It, it's so, so key. And I saw this for myself uh, many years ago. Uh, when I was in the network marketing industry, and I still love this industry to the day, uh, I had I, we were literally building leaders in every borough of New York. We li- we had franchises t- turning people's homes literally into franchises after turning them into a, into a leader and duplicating ourselves. That, that we would we would we would let them go off, and they would literally start becoming a franchise, multiple franchises in Brooklyn, in Long Island, in New Jersey. And we just, we just had it. And, and every home was pumping out thousands of dollars of revenue every single month. And we just, but that all came from duplication, duplication. Right. What they saw, saw us do, the new people who came in, they did exactly. We put them in a bubble. They knew nothing else, but the culture that was already created. And right. so whatever disbelief they would have had, when you come into a, a group that's just duplicating itself, you don't know nothing else. You're it's like ignorance on fire, right? Mm-hmm. And so, man, I, I'm so glad you touched mm-hmm. on 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 that on duplication is is so huge. Now, 
as far as as far as leadership, what where do you think leadership goes bad? Mm. You know, a, a number of it's a number of places that leadership goes bad, man. Um, I would say number one is separating yourself from your people. Mm. Um, is where leadership goes bad. Rule number one. You know, at some point you get really good at what you do. You start to get a big head. You start to look at others like they can't live up to your standards. I've seen that happen multiple times. And it's probably the saddest case in my book because people are really responsive to a leader. They start off that way. They're really respectful to a real leader. Mm -hmm. And um, to watch leaders fall from grace is, in my book, you know, uh, uh, it's horrible, man. It's horrible. I've, I've watched it over and over again and I don't want to become that myself so I just I keep that at the top of mind and I try to make sure even at the company that I own you know I keep my name on the board and I go to the field just like everyone else and um you know on a bad day I'm I share my bad day less just like everyone else you know um you know because a leader has to lead from the front a leader has to lead from the front and it's probably the most rewarding thing once you are passionate about it but leaders also eat last mm. and unfortunately most of us don't understand that concept of having to think of others before they think of themselves now because it starts off in order to become a leader you do have to become selfish right so a little more than a year ago when I got back to New York, I had to become selfish. I had to become selfish with my time. There were times where I would not pick up my phone for certain people who, it wasn't that I didn't like them, it's just that I didn't trust them with my time. Mm. So I had to become selfish for me to replenish me. I had to be selfish enough to read. I had to be selfish enough to attend seminars and fly to certain places to, to mix and mingle with people that were on my level and above. So that's being selfish. But what I, I knew that people was watching, I knew that people was counting on me. I knew that I was giving a certain energy off into the world that was allowing me to become a leader. Now, once I was able to become a leader, there was a switch there that happened. Mm. And this is, this is what most people don't get. The switch that happens is, is that now you're responsible for others. Now you have to eat last. Absolutely. Now you have to feed everyone else and then look at what's left and say, hey, this is for me. And, uh, you know, you're rewarded in society for that, by the way. You know, a true leader and something that I'm living out to this day in this moment and why I'm able to grow and have the success that I think I have. Um, it's the fact that people can see that. People can see that I'm willing to eat last. So they, they, they champion it. They hold me in a higher regard. They think of me as, they know that I'm going to be first to run to the fire, bro. They know that <laughs> I'm going to, you know, if anybody's, if anybody's going to go, it's myself. And um, you know what that is. Yeah. It's just like, it, it, it's just like, you know, the president of the United States, right? If you ever saw the president of the United States carrying their own bags or 
having to open up the door when there was somebody there to open up the door for them, you wouldn't let that man open up the door. You know, you you know you know what type of stress and uh, you know what type of duress he's under. You know, you know he's a leader. You know he's first. Um, if someone has to perish, mm. so you respect that. And um, you know, so when I think about what brings a leader down absolutely it's it's becoming separated from your people mm. coming to the head but if you can get it right bro if you can get it right then leadership is the most rewarding thing that i can think of outside of being a parent mm. that's powerful that's which powerful. is all you know which is much less the same which is much as much is the same you know, just as what I'm talking about. You know, being a parent is, is true leadership as well. But outside of being a parent, bro, it's the most rewarding thing in my life. Man, that's powerful. I agree with that too. Leadership is extremely, extremely rewarding. But it's, but self-sacrifice is something that's high on that list when it comes to leadership. You're so right with that. And you're right as well. As people, a lot of people don't, they don't understand that concept. They don't understand the under, the, the, the meaning of that. That and some don't want to do it. <laughs> Not even just the understanding. Some just don't want to do it because uh, a lot of people don't want to eat last. I want to eat first, right? Yeah. I, it's there. Why can't I eat first? And Jason, have, they don't last. They nah. don't. They, they don't last, bro. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, those are not what we, we're not even. We can't. We don't even want to discuss them because they won't last. They're false. Um, they're not. They're not even who we're talking about here. When we talk about leadership, I hold it in such a high regard. You know, it's, it's it's for champions. It's not for the weak. It's not for the ones that are out here talking, the ones that are out here looking for the action more than they're looking for the accomplishment. Mm. You know, society, society banishes those who are out here trying to fake leadership. It really does. It, um, you know, that's exactly why there's, you know, we, we have a commander in chief right now. His name is Donald Trump. And for whatever reason, you know, aside from everything else, because he can't stop pissing people off, mm-hmm. you know there there are there are, there are a certain group of people that won't respect him. And um, a leader, a leader will be able to maneuver maneuver better, you know, aside from everything else that he may be. But a true leader will be able to maneuver better. Um, he would he, he would stand he, he would stand. He we would know that he put himself first. And that he is willing to dive on the fire at any moment. And we don't believe that he will dive on the fire at any moment. So there is dissension in the ranks. And that is, a, I think, a there is, a, there is an example right there of, you know, how society doesn't take well to when they don't feel that the leadership is there. Yep. Yep. I agree. A, a, a true leader is one who's going to jump on a grenade first. When a grenade is thrown, a true leader, he'll he or she will be the first one to jump on a grenade. It's self-sacrifice. He'll 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 sacrifice himself to save the team, right? He'll he'll bleed himself in the field to grow the team. He'll go do it before the team. He's the first example. He's, he he don't just talk it. No, he go out and get it done. And when it, and when the team comes, they they know what to do because he did it already. And so, but you said something key, you fall from grace. You, you know, the biggest thing I've seen leadership leaders fall from grace is from having a, a non-consistent character. I think character is the biggest thing 
the leadership. But even bigger than that is the consistent character. Are you who you are everywhere you go? And I've seen a lot of leaders that I have actually come to admire years ago uh, that, that were teaching me in different parts of my life. And, and some of them, I've seen them literally fall from grace. I've seen them be one place and then we're somewhere else and they're a different person, right? And, and for me, um, if you know JK, you know that I am me everywhere I go. I don't care if it's church. I don't care if it's if it's a party. I don't care if, uh, if, if it's in the field, we get work done. I don't care if it's an event. You know, I don't care if it's a different country. I don't care if there's different nationalities around me. I am me everywhere I go. And I don't apologize for it. I don't apologize for it. Um, when you get me, you get me. And that's exactly when your friend meets me, they're going to get the same. Y'all going to discuss the same person, not two different people. I'm going to be me and I'm always going to be me. If I'm building in in Nigeria, when, you, when I come to Australia, Australia and, and, and Nigeria people will know me the same. They'll know me the same because my character comes. It, it, it comes with me everywhere I go. It's like my shadow. I can't. I cannot. I cannot get rid of it, and it, and it's consistent. It, it, it looks the same. It acts the same, and it operates the same exact way everywhere it goes. And so, um, man, the fall from grace. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting but powerful way to put it. What now, Q? I do want you to get into a little bit of because uh, one thing guys that and I want you guys to do when we get to the end of this podcast I want you to go and follow Quincy especially on his Instagram page okay put his full name in there Quincy J Sims and you'll find it I want you to see us get get good at following his stories because actually he really he really does a great job of painting it in his stories as a story you can literally start watching it like movies back to back to back but what I love is that he shows himself in the field and guys if you know me you know that i love when leaders are in the field i have met many leaders at many different levels and a lot of them leave the field after a certain point and i love that this man is highly successful yet he has never left the field he's still there and and q just go into a little bit on well for one why do you still go into the field when you don't have to and two what got you in that that even that mind frame to to be that way in the first place? Mm. First and foremost, the field is my source. It's my it, it's it's where I get my power from. Mm. It's where I first got the taste of leadership. You know, um, it's when you go out and you actually make it happen, and there's others that doubt you, and you know they want to come to the field with you, and they want to see you do it again, and then you do it again, and you know there's a you know, I got a thing for boards with my name on it. I got a thing for awards, accolades, because I know what it feels like. I'm passionate about earning mm. my way through life. So for me, staying in the field is a way to stay connected. Um, for me, also a way to stay humble and remain grateful and to think that, hey, this can all be taken away from me, but I can go get it all back. You know, I think the moment you start relying on others for your income, you put yourself at a disadvantage. So, you know, there's three things that I hold in a high regard. And if anyone got uh, got their pen and paper out, you know, you want to catch you want to capture this. First and foremost is to make money for yourself. Right? That's uh, that's anytime you're in sales. That's anytime you're an entrepreneur. You want to be able to make money for yourself second thing is to make money on the efforts of others we do that a lot of the time when we learn 
how to be a leader and how to duplicate leaders. And that's where the real income is, guys. You heard Jason speak on when he was building businesses all throughout the New York City area by building leaders. It was because he was able to duplicate himself. And that's where the real wealth starts to come in. You can only work so much and earn so much. And that can that can get you a beautiful income if you're inside of sales. Absolutely. Because you're going to earn enough and you're going to be able to work your own hours. That's sexy as it's, that's sexy already. But part two is being able to duplicate yourself and earn it off the backs of others. And uh, that's just the American way. That's not being selfish. That's not... That's not to be taken out of context, but, you know, as I start to grow, as I start to duplicate myself, I should earn off of that, what I build. And then the third thing is to actually have money making money for you, you know, which is a lot of what Jason also teaches at his seminars, Becoming More. Great job, by the way, Jason, with that. I appreciate it. So when I look at, when I look at it, I just make sure that I stay connected with these three things at all times. It's not that I move up to the next level and I forget the last level that I was on. Mm. My power source comes from staying connected to all three of these sources. So you will always find me in the field. You will always find me rebuilding and taking it back to ground zero because I believe, A, as a man, you're not a man until you can go get it all back. Mm. You lose it. Two, if I if I have duplicated myself properly, I put myself in a situation where not only do I earn a second and third and fourth and fifth income, but I also put myself in a place with people that they can help me if I'm ever needed to be helped. So Jay-Z has a line in one of my favorite songs. He said, if every member of your clique is rich, your clique is rugged. No one would fall because everyone would be each other's crutches. Mm. I remember listening to that over and over again, wondering why is this, why does this stick out in my mind? I mean, even now I'm 37 years old. I have a lot on my mind today and every day, but I can quote that line like as if I'm 16, 17 and back at my mother and father house. I lived that line. I lived that because I was just in a scenario and a situation. I have friends now that are millionaires, but if I call, they're gonna pick up the phone and they're gonna they, they, they're gonna replenish me with whatever it is that I need because of what I did for them at a time before. Mm. So it's also the reason why my company is structured to make CEOs to create LLCs. We don't know any boundaries in terms of duplicating ourselves. I want everyone to become a boss. I don't want any peons around me. Mm -hmm. I believe that we are stronger only if we all, you know, we are only as strong as our weakest link. So we have to pull each other up. We have to be each other's crutches. Going to the field for me is a major component to that. Uh, right along with making sure that people see me in a higher regard. When people know that I don't have to be there, they know that there's something special in it. I've had people call me a legend just because I'm willing to go to the field and they know that I didn't have to. Mm. So that is a major power source for myself. 
And I would suggest it for anyone that's in leadership to always be willing to mop the floors, clean the toilet, run the race, be first to the workplace, last to leave, and hold themselves accountable, more accountable than their mother or father would have held them accountable or their wife will hold them accountable. Just hold yourself more accountable than anyone else and people will admire you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Man. Woo! Guys, if you're not writing or you haven't been writing, then I'm going to need you to listen to this podcast again and again and again because those three magic nuggets that, that, that Quincy just laid out, if you, I guarantee you, I'm guaranteeing you this. Okay, it's not many things I guarantee, but I guarantee you, if you do this and you do it right and you do it consistently, your life will change as a leader. If you do those three things, not only your life will change, your bank account is going to change too. It has no choice. It has no choice. Money and leadership, huh? It's definitely inevitable. Well, for um, sure, for sure. You know, I watch people a lot. Jason and they, they they talk money a lot I don't talk money as much it's just a tool it's just a resource for myself because I know I know the, the, the steps the process that it is and it's simply just to keep those three steps in mind you will generate you will generate and you will have Absolutely. Absolutely, man. You know, I read, um, I haven't read that book in quite some time, but I read in a, a book and it, it talked about leadership, but it talked about the duplication and the understanding of what that means. And it says something, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but it says something to the point where I rather get 1% of a hundred people's efforts than to get a hundred percent of just my efforts. Right. And that goes that goes back to I think that's Paul, uh, Paul Getty, if I'm not mistaken, if I am, if I am, you can just Google it and you'll, you'll, you'll get the book. Um, but I remember that quote and it's such a powerful quote because I live by that quote and I know that duplication is key um, into building anything right? into building anything large. Right. Building anything large. Wealthy people create networks, which is what we do. We create networks and we rely on the network. Right. We rely on the network. But also that last nugget that Quincy talked about is pretty much putting overalls on your money. If you so you clocked in at eight o'clock, but your money still 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 at home sleeping. No, no, no. Your money needs to be clocked in before you. Okay, and y'all both should be going to work. You shouldn't be the only one with boots on. Your money needs to have boots on, too. See, the great thing about putting boots on your money is your, your, your money doesn't need to, it doesn't need to eat. It doesn't need sleep. It doesn't need all these things that that take away from from building like 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 you do. So while you're sleeping, your money's working. While you're eating, your money is working. While you out partying, your money is working. But if you don't ever understand that concept, then you're you're at a dis you're at a you're at a lost from the beginning. And uh, before we end out here, I just want to. Um, I know Quincy talked about why he went into the field and understanding the mindset of, of even why he has this, this mindset of still being in the field to this day, even though he doesn't truly have to at all. But what I love about Quincy is that he will con- he continues to do so. He doesn't do it for the camera. He doesn't do it uh, to, to, to impress people. He doesn't. He does it because one, he loves it. He loves the field. 
right? He's still in love with the field, right? He's still, he loves the hustle. He loves the grind, right? But also he loves to show other people that it's possible. Not to show the people that he still got it. Show that it's possible. That it's possible. That what, like, what they want to do is possible. He said, listen, I'm going to do it in front of you. I'm not just going to teach you in a classroom. I'm not just going to teach you in, a, in an event hall space. No, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and literally show you how to eat i'm literally going to show you how to hunt i'm going to show you where to hunt and i'm going to show you it's possible that hunting is possible yeah you may have seen it on tv you may have seen it in the movie and you think it, it, it those things don't work or you think that it just don't it wouldn't work for me but then when he goes out and he shows you listen i just i just made all this money today i just want you to sit back and watch me do it there's no disbelief cannot exist in, in that now Whoever, whoever he has next to me showing this, the, the disbelief cannot even come into that realm because they're seeing the belief is being built and, and created right in front of their face. And so I, I just I love to see the videos when he's out there, man. It pumps me up. It gets me excited every single time I see it because I love I just love to see a leader still in the field because I'm still in the field and I'll never leave the field. Now, is it smart sometimes to be in the field every single day? No. Because as a CEO, you, you 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 have to get good at delegating your time to what's you have to work smarter, not harder. But there are times where you should be in the field still, right? And I will never completely leave, leave the field. I will always be in the field in some form or fashion. Um, and so I just I love to see. I just want to talk on that and really kind of like blow that up here on the podcast. It's very important that you understand that that not only is that important, but understand that the man who you're listening to still does it. Even when he doesn't have to. Now, Quincy, before we wrap up here, just let the people know where they can find you, uh, how they can get hooked up to you, how they can follow you, and anything else you got going on or coming up. Sure thing. Sure thing. So you can find me on all forms of social media, mainly Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Quincy J. Sims. Don't forget the J. Right? I'm very fond of the J. But Quincy J. Sims on all platforms. Um, Jason, you know, I, I shared with you that I just hired a videographer now. So he travels with me. He's with me, you know, six days out of the week. Um, you know, we're capturing everything now at this point. You know, <laughs> we, we're, try, we, we're trying to make sure that we bring door-to-door sales to life as well as uh, being an entrepreneur to life. I want to capture it all from the tough conversations to the to the to, to, to the to the awards so look forward to more i'm happy that i'm you know i'm pleasing you man because i truly believe in you and it does something for me that you believe in me bro so um i'll close with that absolutely absolutely man we um i appreciate that and uh guys follow this man uh, when I tell you, you'll get nugget after nugget on on a daily basis. You'll be your spirit will be fed, uh, your business mind will be fed, and uh, the the inspiration and motivation spirit that's in you will be fed as well. Uh, and look out for all the other things he has um, coming up. Because trust me when I say this guy has a lot of things in the pipeline. He's building day after day after day. Um, and so, guys. We're going to do our best to have him back on again in the future. You know, I know uh, Quincy is extremely busy. He's extremely, extremely busy, man. We're blessed to have him um, for him to take a few minutes out here to be on this podcast because he really didn't have to. And uh, I'm grateful and I'm appreciative and I'm blessed 
And I know you guys have been blessed to have him on here. And so we'll, we'll get him on again at some time in the future. You've been listening to JK, the Moses of personal development, the Mr. Rogers of your neighborhood. And as I always say, as I always say, only busy bees make honey. And lazy bees, well, they make money. Tune in next time, guys. Peace. <laughs>